Let's appreciate the Lord for his mercy this morning. For finding it befitting in his sight to make us living souls this morning. Let's just give him praise. Let's appreciate him and let's worship him from the depth of our heart. Father, we are so thankful and grateful for this beautiful day again. We thank you, God, for the gift of life we have. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you, God, for your protection over us in the night. Father, we are thankful for our families, thankful for our loved ones, for people all over the world. Lord, we are thankful for your power and your might. We release ourselves unto your mighty care again today. We pray, Lord, that you will have preeminence in all that is ours, that our thing will be yours, O God. Your worship will be in our mouth. Lord, we pray that you will teach us to recognize that everything we have is of you, is by you, is in you, is to you, and all of them is to your glory. Father, we humble ourselves and we pray, O oh God, as we give ourselves as a sacrifice this morning, you will accept us, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Sanctify us, Lord. Father, we pray that you will wash us clean with your word. Even as we start today, O oh God, that your presence will be with us. You will guide and you will lead us. You will direct our path. We pray, O oh God, that your thought will be in our heart. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And the saints say in agreement, Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to our Bible reading today from the book of Psalms, chapter number 122, and reading from verses 6 to 9. Psalm 122, from verse 6. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love him peace within your walls and prosperity within your palaces for my brethren and companions sake i will now say peace within you because of the house of the lord our god i will seek your good hallelujah this is a profound passage that I would like us to dwell on this morning. What did David actually mean when he says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem? David was actually talking about physical Jerusalem. But as believers today, are we still compelled to pray for the peace of Jerusalem? Maybe the answer is yes. Maybe the answer is no. But we know that as believers, we also have a responsibility because everything in the Old Testament is a New Testament hidden. The New Testament is Old Testament revealed. And the Old Testament is New Testament concealed. There are physical places in the Old Testament or physical things in the Old Testament that has been translated into spiritual things the New Testament believers. 
because everything in the New Testament is about faith. It's about spirit. Those who worship God in the New Testament must worship God in spirit. But in the Old Testament, you have to go to the temple. The temple was the house of God in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, the temple is not a house of God. It's just another house. The Bible says the tabernacle of God is now with us. We are the temple of God. We no longer go to any Jerusalem. So there is no physical Jerusalem that we have to pray for. The same thing, the law in the Old Testament was this was the means of salvation. The law and the prophet. But in the New Testament, it is the Holy Spirit. So everything in the Old Testament is a New Testament concealed. So we need to unravel it. So when the Bible said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, are we still compelled to pray for the physical Jerusalem that we know today? We may. But as spiritual beings, that is not the New Testament instruction. So the question then arises, okay, where is our own Jerusalem? In the book of Revelation chapter 21, from verse 1 to 3, it says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. That is the new Jerusalem. That is our new Jerusalem. And it goes further to say, prepared as a bride, adorned for a husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and their God. This passage tells us where the new Jerusalem is. It's with man. The new Jerusalem is with you. The new Jerusalem is you and I. So when the Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it's saying, pray for one another. And that is Old Testament decoded as regards Jerusalem. In the same way, many people think that we believers, we are spiritual Israel. But we are not spiritual Israel. We are different. Everything in the Old Testament and the New Testament are parallel. They have, they have nothing in common. Because the New Testament is the reality of the Old Testament. The old became old. That's why it's called old. We must press on to new. So the new Jerusalem today is now you and I. And when the Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it means pray for each other's peace. And they shall prosper that love it. If I love you and I pray for you, I will prosper. And it goes further to say other benefits of obeying this commandment. Let me read that place again, now with the background knowledge of what Jerusalem is. It said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake. Now, can you see that? For my brethren. So here, the summary is for us to pray for one another. Our own Jerusalem, he says, come down from heaven, uh, from God, out of heaven. 
And a great voice out of heaven say, The tabernacle of God is with men. John saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, come down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. You are the new Jerusalem. I am the new Jerusalem. And if you are the new Jerusalem, it means that you are the city of God. And that's what Peter says. You are a holy nation. You by yourself, you are a nation. Just like God told Abraham, through you, I will raise a whole nation. God wants to raise a whole nation in you and in myself. So when we come together, we pray for one another. We are the new Jerusalem and we are supposed to pray. And the one thing I'd like to point out for us real quick today that I want us to pray for about rather, it says, for my brethren and companions sake. We need to pray for ourselves for the sake of our brethren and companion. Who are the, who are the companion? So, we have seen that Jerusalem is where people of God are. Jerusalem is a place of refuge. I heard the news yesterday, I'm sure many, some of us also heard the news, that another earthquake hit Turkey again after 46,000 people had been confirmed dead. I mean, over 46,000 people confirmed dead in that earthquake in Turkey and Syria. That was two weeks ago. Yesterday, another earthquake hit the same place. The same place again. What are the odds? What are the odds? And I just want us to pray for them. Not only for them. Praying for the peace of Jerusalem means praying for one another. Praying for each other. Particularly for my brethren and companions' sake. If only we believers we pray for one another, not only for one another, but for some of us who are in foreign land. There are people in there are human beings in Turkey, human beings in Syria. There are believers in Turkey, there are believers in Syria. Let's pray for them, brothers. They are part of the Jerusalem of God. Why do we need to pray for them? He said, they shall prosper that love the Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the people of God, is the household of faith. Jerusalem is the body of Christ. If you hurt one, you hurt all. If something bad happens to one, something bad happens to all. If people suffer, if a few of the believers suffer, all of the believers suffer. We can't close our eyes. And this morning, I just want us to pray for these people they were hit again, not even because they are believers, but what are the odds? 6.8 magnitude earthquake yesterday. The first one was 7.8. The second one was 7.6. Now the 6.8. Thank God they have not reported many deaths just like they reported in the first one because the first one happened at 4 a.m. when everybody was asleep and building came crumbling down. But yesterday was 
not in the night so i mean it was in the night rather but not in the middle of the night so it, there were tremor but you know it was not as big and huge so there were no damages no loss of life as it was before but let us pray for jerusalem let's pray for turkey let's pray for syria because it says for my brethren and companions sake Another place I'd like us to pray for, we may not have the opportunity to do that before the time, is again a nation called Nigeria in West Africa. There are brethren there also. There are God's companion there also. Let's pray for them. We may not be living there. We may not come from there. We may not be, you know, directly involved but let us pray for that country. That country is important to God. It's important to Africa. It's important to the world. It's the largest black nation on the surface of this earth right now. There is no other black nation as huge as that country. Let us pray for them. Let's pray for Turkey. Let's pray for Syria. Let's pray for Nigeria. When we do that, we are praying for the peace of Jerusalem because the people there, they are part of the saints. They are part of the uh, body of Christ. And it says, if you pray for peace in Jerusalem, there are benefits there. It says, you will prosper. If you love it so much, let me read that place again in context for us. I, I mean, I really want us to just, in simple obedience, just a few minutes of prayer this morning in our devotion. It says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. But there is no love without giving. There are so many non-profit that are collecting money for the people that were hit in Syria and, and Turkey. We probably have not joined any one of them. We may not be able to send the money, but we can send our love. We can send our prayers. And our exercise this morning is very simple. It says, peace be within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. It's a simple prayer. We are not to answer the prayer, but we are to pray the prayer. It's left to God to answer the prayer. So this morning, let's join hands together in one accord, praying for peace. We don't know if that if another earthquake is going to hit. And I understand last week, maybe some of us did not hear the news. There was earthquake in Texas last week. <laughs> some of us didn't hear the news, but there was an earthquake in southern Texas. But thank God it was not a big one. It just shook a little bit and that was it. Something is happening. I don't want to bring out the conspiracy theory, you know, but we know the Bible is true. But we have a duty this morning, brothers. Even though we have an issue with ourselves also, we need prayer ourselves also. But the Bible says that we should pray for kings and people in authority so we may live a good and peaceable life. And because the Bible says they are my brethren, 
That's what the Bible calls them. For my brethren and companions' sake. He says, I will now say, peace be within thee. Can we just uh, do that real quick this morning and commit these three nations into the hands of the Lord? We know that when we pray for others, God takes it very seriously because if you, the Bible says, if you close your ears at the cry of the poor, when you cry, God says, I will not hear you. But we want to open our eyes, we want I mean, ears, and we want to obey the scripture this morning uh, in our morning devotion to pray for who the Bible calls my brethren and companions' sake. Because there are people of God there, there are believers there, there are Christians in that nation, there are people who are part of the body of Christ in which we also are. And our prayer is simple, peace within your walls, prosperity within your palaces, and it says, when we do that, you will prosper because you love what God loves. Hallelujah. So let's pray for this nation this morning. Let's ask God for peace. Let's pray that the Lord will send peace, peace to the land in Syria, peace to that land in Turkey, that the, the, the Lord will steal the hands of the avenger, that that demon, that power and force and that angel of destruction will pass over that land and that angel of destruction will not go to any other land again let's pray there will be peace within the walls of syria there will be peace within the walls of turkey there will be peace within the walls of nigeria there will be peace brothers we are praying for nigeria because the election is going to be on saturday electing a new leader so let's pray for that country that there will be peace in that land. Let's pray against the spirit of bloodshed. Let's pray against the spirit of violence. Let's pray against the spirit of death. Let's pray against people who foment trouble because they will benefit financially from it. Let's pray for those who have already planned to unleash mayhem and havoc, that the Lord would disappoint them. Let's pray for Turkey. Let's pray for Syria that the Lord will use this opportunity to bring people closer unto himself. Let's pray there will be peace within the land. There will be peace within the walls. Let's pray that the regime uh, that is not allowing the rescuers to come into the land to effect a quick rescue of those who are still buried in the rubbles, that the Lord will intervene. Let's pray for divine intervention. Let's pray for those who lost their lives in that place, that uh, the Lord will comfort them. The Lord will console them. Many people have lost their loved ones. A whole generation of families have perished. We are talking of 46,000 deaths and still counting. Let's pray for peace. Let's pray for calm. Let's pray for comfort, that the Lord will comfort them. Let's pray that the Lord will make provision. For those who are living in makeshift camps, for those who are living in in, in uh, untoward situation, and they have said there is likely going to be an outbreak of, of diseases in that land, and, and it's understandable because there are so many corpses that are still trapped in the rubble that are decaying, and they have not been able to get to them. Brothers, we need to pray for these people. We may not be uh, directly involved, 
in this situation. We may not know the gravity, but when we send our prayers, when we send our love to them, God takes it seriously. Please, let's pray for them. Let's pray that the Lord will console the people, the Lord will comfort them, the Lord will bring provision for the survivor. Those who are in the hospital fighting for their lives, the Lord will preserve their lives. The Lord will intervene in that country. And let's pray the Lord will put a stop to this earthquake. There will not be another one. People are running away from those cities right now because they are afraid there's going to be another one. So there's a frenzy of exodus of people who wants to leave the land. But let's pray there will not be a humanitarian crisis. Let us pray. Let's, let's lift them up to the hands of the Lord. Also Syria, the same thing applies to Syria. And pray for Nigeria that the peace of God will be in that land. There will be peace in the borders of the country. There will be peace all over from the north to the east to the south and the west. Let's pray there will be peace in Jesus' name. That is our duty this morning to just pray for peace. It, it's the Lord's uh, prerogative to answer the prayer and release the peace. But God will do nothing except somebody prays. So let's pray this morning for these uh, nations so that as we pray for them, the Lord will use our prayer to uh, do what he only can do in that place in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, God, for using us as an instrument to stand in the gap for these nations, O oh God. Your word says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach unto every nation. Lord, we pray, O oh God, for peace in these nations. We pray for peace in Syria. We pray for peace in, in Turkey. We pray for peace in Nigeria. Let there be peace within the walls. Let there be peace within the borders. Father, we pray that there will, there will not be humanitarian crisis in the name of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, that you will stay the hand of the avenger. We pray, Lord Jesus, that uh, the land that is spewing, that is shaking, and bringing the quakes and destroying houses and lives and people, oh God, we speak, oh land, hear the voice of God for the sake of the people of God, for the sake of whom the Bible called my brethren. We pray, steal your anger. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, O Lord, that you will enable the hands of the rescuers. You will direct them. You will lead them to where they're supposed to be, where they're supposed to go. Father, we pray for homes that are hurting, that you will console them, that you will comfort them. Father, we pray for as many as in the hospital fighting for their lives. Lord, you are the greatest healer. We send the spirit of healing into those places. Let there be healing. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we pray for the fermenters of trouble and the nation of Nigeria, because it's very important to you for the sake of the elect, for the sake of the body of Christ, for the sake of the believers, for the sake of our brethren. Father, we pray, oh God, there will not be bloodshed. There will not be bloodletting. Father, we pray for peace in the wars. Oh God, intervene as many people as have uh program themselves, prepared themselves to, to bring trouble and mayhem and cause destruction of lives and property. Father, disappoint them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Well, Father, your word says, if we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, 
you said, uh, they that love thee shall prosper. Lord, we claim this word, O God, for ourselves in the name of Jesus. As we pray for this Jerusalem, we pray, O God, that the prosperity, God, that you spoke about shall be unto us. Prosperity in our health, prosperity in our finances, prosperity in our physical body, prosperity in our job, over, over our home, over our children. There will be prosperity in the name of Jesus. We stand on your word. And Lord, we pray, let it be unto us according to your word in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, O God. And we give you all the glory because you are a faithful God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed. And the people of God say, Amen. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful thing for God to use us as an instrument to stand in the gap, not only for, for individuals, but for nation. As we pray for them, we've also prayed for ourselves. And I pray that we'll see the result of this prayer in our lives in the name of Jesus. I'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Tomorrow's going to be Wednesday and it's going to be our Welfare Wednesday, <clears throat> 6, 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. The Lord bless you. And the Lord be with you. The Lord causes face to shine upon you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Shalom.